2: Hello, Fightful Faithful. Uh, welcome to uh, uh show that we do. It's on Tuesdays. I, um, we did a show on last night, which was on a Monday, and that really threw me off. So now we're, we're doing a show on Tuesday, and Kate, help.
3: <laughs> See, I feel at home. I feel like the show was not very good, and that is our wheelhouse most of the time. That's so true. I actually feel better about things. I was starting to have an identity crisis because Triple H's main roster programming has been good so far, and I just felt yeah. like I didn't even know myself anymore. So NXT being right. this bad made me feel at home. But you know what? Yeah. You know what else makes me feel at home? What's that? Our wonderful fightful community and all of their support it's when so they true. send in their super chats, when they send in their humper chats at humperchats.com, and. Free support just by leaving a thumbs up on this video and helping people find us in the algorithms is like the greatest thing that you guys can do. That's not true. Giving us all your money is is the greatest thing you guys can do, but also very (laughs) helpful when you choose to do that. I guess I should give the rest of the proper intro that this is your NXT review for August 2nd. The first fully under Triple H regime, though, I think this was taped, so I don't know if that's true. It was
4: taped? I didn't know it was taped. I
3: thought it was taped. It was taped? I thought so. I could have lied. That might not be true, but I thought it was. Um, But either way, it's brought to you by Bluetooth and Magic Spoon, so we have those to look forward to. (laughs) 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 Oh! But yes, we had fun on on the main yesterday doing the Fightful Raw show, and today, Alex, a very different situation because yesterday was almost three hours of like great programming. This yeah. was not that. This was this was the NXT that we've been seeing from <laughs> from the two point oh it was, it was live. live. Okay. I thought it was tape for so. some
2: reason. Um. Yeah, uh, I this you see the whole thing is I was watching it going like this is the same usual crap, but then even you were like, um, is it better tonight? And I was like, no, you're just you're getting confused. I honestly, well- I don't, I don't know how much uh, Papa H is in control of the developmental stuff. Still, I think that if he's running stuff on the main uh, things, maybe his overall vision of what he wants from the people and to be called up and all that kind of stuff that'll start to take place, but not, not on what night one, as far as like, like the people who are in charge of how you're telling the stories, who you're telling the stories with what's going on on the actual show. I think that's the same people who've been doing it for the past several months. Cause it didn't feel all that different to me at all.
3: Sorry, my throat's a little sore from doing podcasts every day since last Monday. <laughs> um, having the ice, um, but yes, so there were there were things that were encouraging to see. One, which is the opener, is that Toxic Attraction didn't win the tag belts back. Two, Duke Hudson was in a program. Three, we had some good matches. Four, like Tony D'Angelo and Escobar, like that has been so much fun. So there were better things tonight. But there was also dumb stuff of Nathan Frazier just deciding he was in a match instead of Giovanni Vinci. Like, the there was still enough of things not making sense. Um, and also Von Wagner was in the main event. So that's never going to be great. But, um, but there were... I would say the first hour was definitely better than the second half of the show. Um, and even that was like a mixed bag. So... But it wasn't door to door crap, so I'll take it.
4: Door to door
2: crap. Uh, that that is that is the salesman I would turn away at the front door. Good morning. Uh, is your is your husband home? Uh, door to door, door to door crap right here. Buy some door to door crap. Um, uh, no. Can I interest okay.
3: you in some crap?
2: Uh, Ricardo, the wizard says, maybe I'm drunk and high, but I enjoyed NXT tonight. I mean, you, you can enjoy NXT tonight. I don't know if you're drunk and high, but, uh, I would have to be to enjoy NXT 2.0. Um, even then probably not. Um, so here's the deal. We started out with the, the, the elimination, uh, four corners elimination tag match to determine the new women's tag team champions. Um, and I agree with half of your statement that it's good that uh, toxic attraction uh, lost and aren't the champs for a third time. That's good. Um, It's, uh, it's bad though, that for the past several months, you could not decide what, what the old Casey and Caden, Caden and Katana now were supposed to be because most recently they were just like whiny little bitches like, mm, we lost a match. Meh. I'm going to pick a fight with you because you're standing there. And now we're supposed to love them again. Like, there's that, there's after they, we'll talk more about the match. But later, they cut a, a promo um, uh, backstage. And like, I just want to thank all of you. You never gave up on us. And I said right to my TV, yes, I did. I gave up on you guys a long ass time ago. Um, I mean... I think that they probably deserve to have those tag titles at some point when the story around them was cohesive in the least. It is not now. And so I am watching this going, you you were just turning them heel. Like rec- like recently, you were just turning them heel. Um, and now they're supposed to be like white meat babyfaces again. So now I've struggled to think about where the tag team division in NXT is going Currently, it's the only women's tag team division we got in all of WWE. We we hope the, the main roster ones are coming back, but we don't know. So right now, the only ones we have are these, and it feels like it's kind of up in the air. Um, the ends uh, being that the uh, Toxic Attraction are no longer champs, is good. But I don't know if the means justify those ends. The means being... Uh, We'll just make Caden and Katana champs. That's fine. It doesn't feel like it's random and out of the blue, and we didn't really have a plan for this. When we turned Korra against Roxanne, we we had no real plan in place. Uh, That's what I always want, is a plan in place. Now, I understand plans change, but I feel like you never had a plan to begin with, and that's my whole thing. Now, we can talk about the match if you'd like, but it was what it was
3: it was unfortunately not great in a lot of spots i feel like i feel like kaden did really well in this match the problem was to me that the best tag team in it seemed like the team that just got put together i think ivy Nile and tater were probably the best in the match Uh, and they have the least experience as a tag team as this was their first match, so that's not great. Ivy's new gear is rad, and I'm also very excited because I think her ceiling is much higher under Triple H than it ever would have been under Vince for several reasons, so that makes me very happy. Um, Some sloppiness in this. I don't know what JC Jane was doing at at certain points in this. It wasn't great, Um, but... I'm trying to like so hard because i want to be flexible about the fact that this is kind of a new slate but i also don't know if it is because i just don't know how involved triple h is going to be in this so yeah like it's almost like the men's tag teams where it was just like if you just had the creeds win it stand and deliver <laughs> like if you just had yeah. Casey or kaden and katana just win at the time that it made sense for them to win instead of like a few months after that. Um yeah. that that would have been better. I would have preferred, just because I prefer booking that's like this too, make it like Blackpool Combat Club. You've got the creeds um with gold, give Ivy gold, and then Roddy is is pissed that he doesn't have anything or whatever. Like do something that makes it feel like the tag titles are in a story the i thought the promo later was not very good from katana unfortunately i feel like there was something you could have done where you get a proper face turn out of what happened right so cuz they have been here and they have had shot after shot and they could say we finally figured it out whatever however none of that storytelling came across in the ring either like there wasn't a lot of a lot of them helping each other out like oh god I hate to play comparison game but the first thing that comes to my head of like a spot where people are are helping each other out is when like FTR was both in submissions and they were holding each other's arms to keep themselves from tapping out like if there was a story there of like we have lost too many times and we've tried everything we can but just being the better team and you had a promo that matched up the in-ring story that would have been great we're we're a far ways away from that. Cause to your point, I don't think there, there was really a plan there, but um glad it's not on toxic attraction again. Hope it gets defended. Hope we get some, some tag team wrestling put back like in the spotlight.
2: What, what I, I, I would absolutely forgive them. If the tag belts had to be vacated due to an injury to one of the performers, you know what I mean? Like, okay. uh Crap. We had like, Four or five months planned out with these new tag champs. One of them got injured when they won it, so now we got to figure out what we're going to do. Um, you know, we've never given uh, Casey and Caden a title a title run. Let's let's put the belts on them and then figure out what to do from there. Okay, fine, but you planned to have Cora and Roxanne win the titles one week and then Cora to turn on uh, Roxanne the next week. And then you said, "Okay, four teams in in this thing. One of them never tagged before together. One of them, nobody gave any kind of a shot to. And Yulisa Leone and and Verena Tina um, I I like uh, I like them. I think that they have a lot of potential. Uh, they had some really cool double team moves in this thing. I like how they work together. Um, uh, one thing was that." Uh, uh, ferocious and she attacks ferociously and i was like oh ovic oh you got to say ferociously don't you don't you have to do the ferociously thing there don't you have to do the pun
3: that'll um, be a finishing move by next week yeah <laughs> so thanks for that
2: ferocious um so here's the thing i am uh i'm it didn't feel like you ha- you don't have a tag division if you had a tag division, there would be people in the tag match that actually had tagged together, and also a team that has more victories than zero. Because Alicia Leon and 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 like one team's never tagged together, another team has zero victories as a tag team, and they're competing for the tags t- titles. Like that—that that just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like,
3: it's because it doesn't I'm, make very much sense.
2: I'm giving them a chance to like, now let's tell a story with, with uh, Caden and Katana. I hate the name Katana chance. Kate C- Casey and Caden. Um, let's tell a story with them about how they had to wait to get in this position. And now, as they said, we're not giving these belts up because it's been a long time coming. Okay, cool. So who are you going to have face them? Who's next in line? Cause the answer right now is nobody. The answer right now is maybe they get an Ivy Nile and, and Tater match, but sure. like Tater Tater and Ivy Nile looked all right, but they've never tagged for tonight. So there's there's all kinds of problems with this, and and, and um, I guess the only one in storyline that would make sense is the team that I don't want to win, which is Toxic Attraction. Like in storyline, it makes sense for them to to have gotten the titles back because that's who they are. Uh, they cheated to get one pinfall in in the in the course of the of the match. Not cheated, but snaked their way in to get a pinfall. Whatever. Let's see where this women's tag division in NXT is in a month, two months, six months. Because i I have a I have a I have a, a fear that it's nowhere. I have a fear that the answer is nowhere, and that's my problem.
3: I just wish they had one set of tag belts that floated across all three brands. Like it would just be such a clean and simple solution. But they seem to not want to do that. Um, at least at this point,
4: you're preaching to the choir. Cause I, I have said that for years. I was, I was on record at the time. They should never introduce the second titles in NXT. That was a horrible idea.
2: And 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 yet, look, look, they're the only ones that are still being defended at this point. And they're the only ones that still get defended. And last week they were at the bottom of a trash can, so that's what they—that's how they feel about their women's tag titles. That's all I'm saying.
3: You know, see, you always end it before I get to respond to Sheila. It's just you can
2: be—you can be Sheila. You can keep. I mean I'll put them back. No, on. no,
3: no, 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 no! Don't sweet talk to me now. <laughs> um, I—I <sighs> I think that. It, it is tough, and with this match in particular, because we had so many varying degrees, it would have been nice if we got more story around. Like, I didn't feel like there was enough with those varying degrees of experience storytelling. Like, there was nothing of really Tater and and Ivy trying to be on the same page. There wasn't a ton about being rookies, you know. Like, I, I Team Tater Tot,
2: Team Tater Tot, like batted a one jam beer. We're all we're all Team Tater Tot.
3: I love that, especially because Ivy's like a little. Uh yeah um but but yeah i i just don't of anything i have no idea what to expect from nxt right now like i was expecting gradual improvements on the main roster they ripped that band-aid right off yesterday right so developmental is a different situation it felt not that much better other than match quality and some refresh talent Tonight, and I felt like the first hour was stronger than the second. So, Um, but this this opener had some good work. It had some not so great work. Good booking, and that toxic attraction went over or did not go over, and that Kaden and Katana did. But to your point, okay, now what? Like, you have to like, what's Wendy Chu doing right now? The fact that Wendy Chu and Roxanne were not in this is so stupid to me, but. New yeah, no, Wendy, so. Wendy
2: Wendy Wendy Chu is not on is on on, on TV. To, we can talk about this right now. Wendy Chu is not on TV this week, but um but Tiffany Stratton is doing a floor routine in full like like a, a Olympic gymnast garb, um uh, doing her little thing about how you know she's the best and it's not my fault I was born a perfect athlete. Uh, she's she's doing a lot better with 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 this character that she's doing. I love okay, fine. Done flipping. Now shopping. Toodles, like she's she's growing on me as a heel. She's it's working. I don't I don't know where we're going with any of this. In Vince's WWE, sky was the limit for old Tiffany Stratton. We'll see how what what how what Trips thinks of her. Um, but uh yeah, that the Wendy Chu and Tiffany Stratton thing uh will be interesting, particularly because I I I honestly wonder if. If Trips is like, okay, well, uh, Vince is gone. We're bringing back Mei Ying and she's on she's to the, she's the whole thing. <laughs> We're doing this whole thing now. I would love if Wendy Chu and Mei Ying was like a yin-yang thing. Where like, like a, 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 a ca- occasionally, like, like old Finn Balor, occasionally Wendy Chu has to bring out the dragon lady. Like You know how he would be the demon for big pay-per-view matches? If Wendy Chu has to bring out the Dragon Lady for, for their big pay-per-view matches, I would be into that.
3: Alex? Yeah? Yesterday. hmm Less than 24 hours ago, I said we should have a show called Beat the Booking, and it should just be you booking the... I have never heard you say something that I'm not like, that's a great idea. This is the worst idea you ever could have had. The only difference I want from Wendy Chu, I don't want her to revert back to being a dragon lady. I want her to get to be a person. I don't want to double down on these gimmicks. She's so good in the ring. Just let her be oh, she a is. person.
4: She absolutely is. But oh, I, I, I do love the idea of uh, you mess no. with the, you mess with the Chu, you get the dragon lady. No. There's, there's something there. No. There's something
3: there. No, no, you're so much better than that. No. Um, I'm,
4: I'm really not, though. That's the (laughs) thing, is I'm really not.
3: Uh, As far as Tiffany Stratton goes, at one point in her promo, she said, whatever, everything I do is pretty. And I was like, I'm stealing that just for life. (laughs) Whatever. Everything I do is pretty is a fantastic thing to say. Um, She would actually be someone I think would be very fun at a tag team because she is so um acrobatic but she also has good ring psychology and I feel like people like that when paired with someone who maybe has more of a ground game they do very very well in tag teams like I've said it time over time like I think the thing that has impressed me most about the growth of Tiffany Stratton has been her ring IQ and her ability to make matches flow with that ring IQ like before it was just like here's a bunch of handsprings and I was like that's cool, but you're in a wrestling match. She was going tremendously in that regard. So I think she'd be super fun in a tag team with like um not with this person. I don't think she should be with Alba Fire, but somebody like Alba Fire who has that that compensatory type of of ring style. I think would be super 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 fun. So uh, I'm I'm glad that we've gotten to see some good things develop under The 2.0 brand, and and she's one of them for sure. Uh,
2: yes. Uh, however, bring out
3: the five thousand year old dragon lady for pay per views.
2: Chris Pereira says, "Wendy Chu can do a version of Mankind and Dude Love." If 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 Wendy Chu got in the Royal Rumble as Wendy Chu, but also got in the Royal Rumble as Mei Ying, like that, there's a thing there you could do. You could do that. For
3: the love of God, just let her be Karen Q. Please, she deserves um, it just because she has the ability to pull off bullets of the character spectrum. Just let her be a person. I'm begging you, please.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Showtime says Tiffany Stratton is a treasure and we need to protect her at all costs. Please, tri- please, Triple H, leave this one be. She is magic. Love you guys. Hashtag Team K-Lex. fuh, for fuh, fuh, fuh life. Uh, and Henry T. Casey Henry the Casey says, folks actually get. F- folks actually like Tiffany Stratton. Y'all get it? Um, yes. I, I. I mean, I. I don't know if I. If I like her, I think she's she's improving in all the ways that um, that you're supposed to improve. Like, like, oh, you're getting better with promos, better with in-ring work. Like your character is becoming more and more solid. All right, cool. Good for you.
3: Yes, I. She is not my favorite but she has filled in the template she was given very well and she it is kind of fun with NXT because when you do see progress you feel like you've been there for for the growth like week after week witnessing it right so I think her I think the Creed's solo Sokoa obviously we've seen ones in that like I always kind of like root for that because I'm just they're putting a ton of work in and to see growth there is something that's special so I'd I like to see that. Yes. But she's not like my favorite archetypes. No.
2: No. That's true. Uh, Orion Ben says, NXT was a bit meh. Happy for Caden and Katana. Although I will say I didn't really know if that legal person got pinned the last two falls. Yeah, it's crucial. Probably should want to make sure that's pretty pretty available. Um, <laughs> pretty clear. Uh, I think Diamond Mine has stalled for me. Just didn't feel anything. He's got an extra thing about the uh, the JD uh, segment, and we'll save that for later. But yeah, um, yeah, no, Come I, on,
3: yeah, stop, guys, dragon <laughs> chill. Uh,
2: and no. Wendy is the dude, love dragon lady is OG mankind. But now we need a oh, cactus but... jack for her. Maybe Karen Q is a hardcore badass. Karen Q is cactus jack. That makes perfect sense.
3: Y'all, stop. Let her be. She has never been a person. Just let her be a person. Oh, no, no.
2: She can be Karen Q. That's her Cactus Jack. But if she ever needs to bring out a wacky character, she's got two of them right there, right on call. Perfect.
3: I so rarely disagree with you on things.
2: Um, And yes, Michael Dammit, a very, very good definition. Tiffany Stratton is the opposite of Last Legend. Okay, got it. Yes, she is improving in all the ways you should, whereas Last Legend is not. Um, so uh, um, back uh, backstage, we got a little interview with uh, Double Vest and The Beej, Uh and, and um, Fallon Henley, horse girl. And uh, um, Double Vest... I don't no, not double best the beach. Maybe it's just because my, my, my flat screen was like not doing the full 1080p. But the outer edges of his mustache seemed very faint. So really all I got was just this part of his mustache, Kate. Okay? And that's not the part of the mustache you want just hanging out on your upper lip. It was a very odd thing. I think you should just either completely shave the mustache if you can't grow a nice big bushy one or you know I don't know um anyway I, the yes
3: how do these guys have any titles
2: <laughs> I don't know I, can't. I don't know um so uh i they
3: look like they walked out of the set of hey dude as extras <laughs> just the Hey Dude had better hey, hey humor pretty, written for them.
2: Hey Dude is a good is a good shout.
3: Thank yeah. you. I used um, to play. I used to play Hey Dude like when we were kids, like he would be the cast. And I always had to be Lucy. It was the worst. I don't want to be Lucy. She's basically Fallon Henley. I don't want to be Fallon Henley, the horse girl. <laughs> but my sister was always Brad. And then our but, neighbor, but because she was older than me and Blonde was Melody. Melanie? Whatever. So I was always like the old gal who was taking care of horses, which was so rude. Did
2: you I have a horse lawyer? Did you have a horse lawyer? I don't.
3: I don't think we assigned a horse lawyer position to our. I would. I would, I would have.
2: Wa- I would have wanted to be the horse lawyer. I would have been Maybe. like walking around, walking around on all fours, going, "I object." That's that's the kind of kid I was, Mister
3: Mister Ernst. Get himself into some legal trouble there. <laughs> Anyway,
4: oh,
2: what we're boy. talking
3: about—double vest and the beads are bad. Um,
2: yeah, um, it's yeah, worn out.
3: It was never great, and it's worn yeah. out. But like this sophomore humor stuff. Oh, like, buddy. Uh, uh,
2: my next—I'm still waiting to get my first. Get it, cause I'm a virgin. Um. Anyway, so uh, the schism shows up. It's a Joe Gacy and the dyad and they're just talking like oh you were a second generation superstar uh your father was a WWE superstar. oh but cameron grimes wasn't so lucky his father his father was a journeyman um uh, whatever blah 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 blah." and then for some reason what's the hell's the name now jagger reed says to Fallon henley are you looking into my eyes my eyes are the window into my soul and then i don't know Rip fowler says something too or whatever and that pisses off the beach and he says some mean things um and then uh joe geese like why do you resort to violence why don't you resort to violence later in the ring when i fight you Uh, and so they have a they 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 make a match for later because there's nobody in the back still who makes matches like just i don't bring it put somebody in a suit I don't care who it is and have that person make matches i really miss an authority figure in nxt they really need one
3: it was this segment alex where i said we're gonna be okay i was getting worried i was getting so worried about the sour Mm -hmm. grapes brand because things were so good on the main roster and then i watched this segment and said we're gonna be just fine it's gonna be a really bad show for a little bit yeah all of this was bad. I, I I, gotta think that Hunter is like, oh my god, this is what you did to Grizzled Young. Vet. I think he's going through everything in NXT. And he's like, I have to change everything that's here. Oh no! Uh, the Dyad stuff is bad. Double best in the B-jar about 9,000 times worse. I can't believe they're they're holding titles. They are like the definition of guys who should be putting over people to hold titles and not holding them themselves. The NXT UK titles is an even weirder choice somehow than the regular NXT because there's like more prestige with the UK ones. Just I feel like because British, I guess British wrestling has been wacky. But like it's been so technical and good over like alien dragon officer champion (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like what are we doing um the
2: grizzled young veterans were the tag champions of nxt uk
3: unless this ends with them taking out their weird contacts and getting their hair back and taking the titles off of them not for me but i can't this this high school humor crap with but the uh, or not the Diane would double vest in the bead I can't. I feel like I feel like a sixty five year old wrote a high school play when I watched this. Mm. <laughs> it's not very good.
2: Ray says I was more of a salute your shorts guy.
3: Camp I don't wanna We hold you in our hearts. I'll tell you what. Double Best of the Beach definitely were salute your shorts, guys. Because that fart joke in the opening is something they definitely were like. That's a personality trait moving forward. Uh,
2: AO1012 says just give me the Titan Tron video of Wendy Chew and Dragon Chew introducing the third face of Karen.
3: Stop! Uh, do not pedal this narrative down the hill. Just because Alex thought of it and most of the stuff Alex <laughs> thinks of is good doesn't mean everything. Everything is.
2: Everything is good. Tom LeValley says three everything faces of Karen
3: Q. Trademark. <laughs>
2: stop! <laughs> stop! Stop with, with the dragon
3: two narrative. Stop <laughs> it right now. Read the chat. Tom, Fine. Tom
2: LeValley says three faces of Karen Q. I'm on board. Loved Foley and her. In an echo of that, would rule. Just get Kevin Dunn out so I can actually watch it.
3: No, stop it. If you love her so much, you wouldn't wish this upon her.
2: Uh, okay. So, uh, Jake Salazar says that uh, Double Vest of the Beach would be perfect for a certain appreciation society. I think. I think so something about. Um, the bad at a One Jam Beard no. says Double Vest of the Beach are the crossover team of Dude Where's My Car and the Dukes of Hazard.
3: We have to talk about the shorts.
2: We will. We'll talk about the match. We'll talk about the shorts. We will. Okay. We will talk about the shorts. Uh, first of all, we got. Akuma I was not Hay. saluting them nor was anyone no. um so we got carmelo hayes out for his uh, open challenge uh he and trick cut some kind of promo they you know we we picking up wins and uh, causing drama and picking up all your baby mamas um and then carmelo says to tricklems well you gotta leave him with something no he says i will pick up all of the baby mamas Uh, and and now, uh, we're gonna have our our open challenge.
3: You are such a natural,
2: it's true. Um,
3: you sound just like Carmelo. No, I'm going to pick up all the baby mamas.
2: Um, and so, uh, then they, uh, they say the next guy to get in this ring gets a sidle shot. I to get Giovanni Vinci's music and I was like oh hell yeah let's do this will this will be a fun thing you know what like I don't um I don't I wouldn't be like shocked to have a, a shock title change particularly if like if like triple h was like we need this Carmelo Hayes guy on Smackdown yesterday yeah because we got nothing Roman's not showing up I got nothing on Smackdown I need this guy uh, I need this guy, you know, doing stuff on SmackDown immediately. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been surprised. Um, so we get, um, we get Giovanni Vinci coming out and I will listen, I will say this. They were clever about the little picture that they take of him like three times as he walks to the ring. One of them happening to catch nathan frazier bob's your uncle sprinting past him to get into the ring first i was like i feel like that's where you where a okay that was cute and everything but i feel like that's where crucially an authority figure might be beneficial to be like well no see that this guy was standing in line in gorilla he had his music queued up he was the first one through through the curtain he gets the title shot. I'm sorry, Nathan, you can get the next one. Or, well, he did say first guy through the ring, I'm sorry, Giovanni, you have next up. Something. Because then it becomes this weird thing, and Giovanni Vinci sits at the announcer's table with the with a coffee in front of him for this match, which, which is great for as, as short as it is. And then Nathan Frazier does a suicide dive, which knocks Carmelo Hayes' ass over tea kettle on top of the uh, announce stable which knocks the coffee into Giovanni. Uh, I was saying Giovanni Rabisi. That is a different person, that is that is Phoebe's brother.
0: That's correct, because I am <laughs> well,
2: Giovanni Vinci. Uh, uh, he shoves Nathan fresh off the top rope, top rope leg drop by Carmelo Hayes, and um, and like pick one, pick one. Pick one guy gets a match all the way to finish, and then we, that's it. As opposed to, let's, let's do a schmozzy-type finish to further a story that doesn't actually involve Carmelo Hayes. I, I always, I'm always never a big fan of that. Um, and then Giov- Giovanni gets in the, mat, in, the, in the ring to pose with Nathan Frazier's pain-stricken body uh, for another photo afterwards. But um, you spilled my coffee on me. Uh, John, my
3: uh, diet soda. That's all I could think I, about.
2: I don't know why I have why he has a coffee on him. Why Why did he have a coffee? I don't know why he had a coffee.
3: Because yeah. he's Italian, so he drinks fancy coffee day and night.
2: Oh, was it a cappuccino?
3: It might have been espresso. Was it a uh, venti? <laughs> I don't like finishes like this with three guys who could really wrestle.
2: Yeah, just let them friggin' wrestle. Just let
3: them wrestle. Like, all three of them are so good uh, that I don't feel like you need to cover up for any shortcomings with all three of these guys. And there wasn't—we talked about it on Raw last night because there were two DQs in women's matches. But you don't want your champion losing, and you don't want a new faction that's, like, the biggest deal on your entire product losing off the bat. So DQs make sense so that nobody looks weak in that situation. Pretty much anybody but Carmelo could have, like, been involved here and not <laughs> not caused a situation like that. Um, but good enough match. I think any combination with these three guys in it is is something that's great. I just wish cleaner booking had followed. I don't understand Giovanni Vinci totally being on commentary because he didn't even – he didn't really come in with, like, too – he didn't come in too hot on, like, hey, that guy took my title shot – And also, I wish they had just, because they don't have an authority figure, if the ref had created clarity around the situation, that would have been good. At least as, like, some sort of substitute of, like, like, I feel like the ref could have been, like, he said the first guy in the ring. This is the first guy in the ring. Like, if the ref had just made gestures about that, I think that would have been a little bit stronger. But match itself was fine. Not surprising. This guy can go. All three of them can go. Um... I was very glad to see Nathan Frazier on here because the last segment I was like, oh good, the show was still bad. We can still be sour. And then when Nathan Frazier was on, I was like, that's my favorite impression that Alex does. We're back, baby! Yeah! Um, so there
2: seems to be some people in the chat who are like, he's Italian. Italians love coffee. Got that. But he was coming down to the ring to have a match. I didn't notice Was he carrying the cup of coffee on his way to the ring to slake his thirst after the match? Like, why did he have the cup of coffee? To be, did he have it brought to him at the commentary desk? I don't. They kept saying it was his coffee. Now, if it had been Wade Barrett's coffee that had been left in front of him, fine. But they kept saying it was his coffee, and I don't understand why.
3: Too late at night. You guys are going to be up so late. That's just irresponsible. I'm worried. You should be drinking water. It's very hot out. It's even hotter in Florida. It's yes. like almost 9 o'clock at this point, Eastern Standard Time. You should not be drinking coffee this late. This is
2: this is, this is why I love Luis. It was Vic Joseph's coffee, but they gave it to Vin- Giovanni Vinci um, because he like, would you like the coffee? And he said, okay, there we go. But I, well, I missed it. But thank you. Thank you very much, Luis.
3: Luis. Um,
2: yeah, he really is. Uh, uh, you know who else is the best? Alpha Bill, because he says maybe we can transfer the Elias Ezekiel storyline to Wendy Chu. I love,
3: I love you guys, but what are <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? You know how powerful the manifestation of bad creative is. It happens all the time. Look at Joel Pearl. We all know. Look at some of the stuff Alex has said.
2: What? We, yeah, we all. Yeah. Stop. Yep, Stop that's it. so true. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to mm-hmm.
3: continue to give us money about it, but stop mm-hmm. it otherwise.
2: Right. Okay. So, uh, we we got uh, our big summit for Heat Wave two weeks from now. Uh, sitting at a very long table on opposite ends, Ron Breaker and uh, Balor on big head mode, JD McDonough. Um and uh presiding wade barrett now um so uh i don't really remember much of what happened before this moment i'm going to bring up because it was very odd to me. like um braun i've never been in the ring with a man like you you're so big and so strong and talented all this but i look at you and i i, I don't see someone i should be scared of I see a man who has all these joints and muscles that I can tear and manipulate to cause you a lot of pain. Then he says something like, he says this, he says, you see, this ring is my operating teeter. And in my head, the next thing he said was, and that ring is my operating totter. <laughs> these two rings together are my operating teeter totter. Also called my operating seesaw. And 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 that that over there is, is my is medicinal a... merry-go-round, and that over there is... is...
3: I thought you were going to say, this is my cheater, and that is my totter, and you're a bad totter.
2: No, it's... it's, it's no. Um, uh, <laughs> he did not... Ali C says, did, did he say to Braun you, ter- you have a terrible fodder? <laughs> no, but he should have. He should have. He really does. Um um <laughs> my operating teeter um so he's he says that he can he can tear all the all of his big big muscles off the bone or whatever and then uh bron breaker says uh hey you know i i uh i've seen all your work over in the uk you're a champion for what a year like are you talking about cruiserweight champion because he was only that because he couldn't get back to the States to lose the belt until <laughs> so, like, you know, so yeah, I mean maybe. Um, anyway, uh he says, um uh, I know, listen, I know it's usually it's the challenger that signs a contract first, but I see too much fear in your eyes. So I'm gonna have you sign it first. And Braun's like, I don't care when we do this. Give me the damn contract, I'll sign it. And they slides it back over to to J D McDonough, and he he says he says um, uh, this contract signing won't end in violence, but it will end in blood. And he cuts himself and signs the contract in blood. And they actually make they actually make Braun Breakker look shook by this, like. What's this guy doing? He's crazy. This is a twelve-year-old's idea of what a badass <laughs> would do. Oh man, it's gonna be so cool. He's gonna like he's gonna cut his own palm, and then he's gonna like use his
4: own blood to sign a contract because because he's that much of a badass.
2: Um, it's a dumb thing to do. Uh, also, uh, also, as Ryan Ben points out, we got a monkeypox epidemic. JD, sheesh, That's
3: a very good point. So
2: that is it is incredibly <laughs> contagious uh you know what i read this week that uh, an infected person could touch something plastic or metal and then set it down and if you came around 18 months later and picked up that thing you would get monkey pots off of it that's how long it survives on surfaces that's how contagious it is it's not fatal except for in very very rare cases but it's not something you want And it's something that would spread in a wrestling locker room like that. Just let's not stab ourselves in blood and wipe it places. Let's just not do that.
3: A, it's googie, and
2: B, it's a friggin' health hazard.
3: He also, like, this guy who's always dissecting... Like, that's like a Dean Ambrose lunatic fringe move. That's not like a I am hypermedically aware move. Like, that's just a weird choice. The only thing that I liked in this whole segment was when Braun basically said, like, everybody's got to play until they get punched in the face. It was kind of like the same thing of, like, everybody's got to play until they're in the ring with me. Like, you can be as cerebral as you want. Yeah.
2: He did what now? Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, he did that. Um, but uh, this, I love the, like, Braun Breaker not realizing that he was causing himself stupid. Like you're you're smart enough. You're maybe the smartest I've ever gotten the ring with, man. You you realize you can't compete with my speed or my size and my power, but I am dumb. Like that's the way he <laughs> basically says. Like, but my brains? That's not my strong suit. I was just like, I mean, yeah, I mean, kind of. Like you you did the whole thing where like you were like chasing around the ghost of your father in like the attic of the PC. Because Joe Gacy had set up a tape tape recorder behind some lockers, not and, not the brightest,
3: and his Hall of Fame ring. Oh no! Yeah. You know what I will say about that Bron Breaker? Strong fella, mm-hmm. don't you think?
2: Very strong.
3: Probably like has a protein packed breakfast every morning.
4: He would have to, you would think, right?
3: I would think, yeah. The way and like. If there was something that got passed down in his family, I feel like it would be a protein-packed cereal.
2: Like as an heirloom.
3: As, as like an heirloom and just like as a secret to, to the industry.
0: Oh, right. But
3: we're not right. keeping it a secret here. Sean no. Ross happens here to tell you all about it.
0: Do you like cereal but hate all the junk that's associated with it? Well, magicspoon.com slash Fightful. As you covered save five dollars off your order when you get a custom bundle custom box right now zero grams of sugar 13 to 14 grams of protein only four net grams of carbs per serving only 140 calories per serving keto friendly grain free soy free low carb and gluten free and right now you can build your own box not just right now anytime Blueberry, cinnamon, honey nut, maple waffle, cookies and cream, cocoa, fruity, frosted peanut butter, all the flavors you loved growing up. And how about this? A money back guarantee. If for some reason you don't like it or you just want your money back, magicspoon.com slash Fightful does that. Not only is it great in the mornings, it's great for a snack throughout the day, a midnight snack as well, without having all those carbs and unhealthy parts of cereal. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful.
3: There you go. If you want to bake stuff, go to Magicspoon.com, use the code Fightful and get strong with a protein-packed breakfast with the money you're saving head on over to the Fightful Select. Would you have all sorts of scoops coming out of Nashville? Sean, I'm sure, is going to be working hard to track down that Sasha and Naomi story if it's available. And just so much about increased morale backstage now that Hunter's in charge and some updates on production notes and all sorts of fun stuff. So head to Fightful Select. And you know what else you get on Fightful Select? More Team K-Lax and always more Alex doing... Raw SmackDown post shows, behind the paywall, the main was fun. We had fun on the main yesterday, but behind the paywall, it's where it's at. And you get us doing pay-per-view reviews as well, rules. And just like be cool, like with over seven thousand other friends. Like, don't you want to be cool? Do you want to be really popular and have seven thousand friends? So you should. There you go.
2: This right here is my operating teeter. That over there is my surgical swing set, and that over there is my medicinal merry-go-round. I play this playground, and I—I also I sterilize my my instruments in that bubbler over there. That's right. Um,
3: you're a bad fodder.
2: You're a bad. You're you got a bad fodder. <laughs> uh, um. So. uh, uh Alpha Bill mm-hmm. says that Wendy and Dominic can, call a fa- can call a, start a faction called Snooze.
3: I don't know because, like, she already sleeps a bunch. I don't know mm-hmm. if Dominic. Then she would just be like narcoleptic at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid, but I like mm-hmm. I like the idea of a cause and effect faction.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the line drive says Sub Mysterio is creative genius from Joe Pearl, and I won't hear otherwise.
3: I won't hear you say good things about Joel Pearl. How about that?
2: Because he's not, it's not Dom Mysterio. He's Sub Mysterio. Oh,
3: no, I get it.
2: Yeah, not as good as Shamrock Shake. Never, nothing. You know, is, not even close. Nothing
3: doesn't even lace can the boots of Shamrock no. Shake.
2: No, that's true. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Toxic Attraction is losing their shit backstage. Uh, Mandy Rose, like, oh, I, they had to cheat. Oh, by the way, they did, by the way. I, I forgot to mention that. But the, the non-legal girl in the match slapped the legal legal girl in the match while the ref wasn't looking. Turnabout's fair play because Toxic Attraction always cheats. But in order to get these titles on your new babyface champs, you had to book them to cheat to do it. I just... I understand, but at the same time, like, what are you trying to achieve with this? Because the backstage promo later by Casey and Caden would suggest that they're wholesome and would never do such a thing. Of course. It's it's weird. Um. So anyway, then Mackenzie comes over to try and interview uh, them, and they flip out some more. If you even put that microphone near me, I will
5: freak out!
2: And of course, she's already freaking out. Um... So then Mandy Rose has a, uh, has a match with Saray, which starts during the commercial break in Picture in Picture. Like Mandy Rose comes out. Uh, Picture in Picture starts. Saray does her whole full entrance of like the pre-tape of her in the schoolgirl outfit coming through in her like Sailor Moon deal. Um, and then uh, the match starts. So by the time we come back from actual commercials, uh, the match is like halfway over. Um, and Here's one thing I will say. Um, Mandy Rose won clean. Now, I I don't love that with Saray. I think Sarray's a a, a generational talent, possibly. Like, she's really, really great, one of the best in the world. But if you're going to put the title on Mandy Rose, she should win a match clean every once in a while. She didn't have her, her girls out there helping her. She won that match clean. And that's kind of what I was asking for for months and months and months is that you actually book your heel champion to win clean maybe 40% of the time, if not over half. Sure. I would go for over half, but at least 40% of the time, usually your heel champs in WWE win clean 10% of the time, if that. So I understand you think that's the only way you can build heat, but let me tell you, Kenny Omega was a great heel champion for a long ass time, just being better than the dudes he faced. And that was what was so frustrating. Yeah. You can do that. I mean, not that I want i I'm not comparing Mandy Rose to Kenny Omega. I'm no, saying but
3: expand you can have the playbook, her win
2: yeah. Occasionally, and this she did. She she did.
3: Yeah, so. I agree. There's not like a ton to add on there, except it was nice to see a heel champion win clean on TV. That's always a good thing. And also No, it's not my druthers to have Saray losing to Mandy Rose, but, like, that match didn't really mean anything anyway, so you might as well have the champion win clean. That's fine.
2: Yeah. Um, Oh, also, there was this thing backstage where – oh, I just mentioned, after the match, um, uh, the Mandy Rose match, she says, hey, Zoe Stark, I hope you're watching. I hope you're watching, Zoe Stark, because this is what's going to happen to you. At, at the heat wave, and she gets a chair and she starts smashing it into Saray's knee. I was like, Are we gonna take Saray off TV? Why are we? She just got back from the UK. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, and then Zoe Stark rushes the ring, and and Mandy Rose is very surprised to see her. And like, you literally just yelled into the camera, like, you know, whatever. Um, and so, uh, so, yeah, so Zoe Stark saves Saray, I think. They have a chance if they want to, they can do some more of this whiny bitch stuff with uh, Caden and Katana, fully turn them heel. And I wouldn't, I mean, we've already seen Zoe Stark be the champ, be the tag champs with one Japanese wrestler. Zoe it's Stark true. and Saray is a possibility as well, I guess. Hopefully,
3: you know? minus bad like sushi promos, but well, yeah, well, I, I would really hope fun. they've learned
2: their lesson there. I would hope they've learned their lesson there. Let's, hope um, so. yeah, um. So, uh, backstage, there was the uh, the Creeds talking. Uh, oh, hey, Damon Kemp's like, uh, Roddy Strong's running late. He can't be here. And I was like, Roddy Strong is showing up late, coming out dressed in a hoodie and costing them the tag titles, isn't he? Like, that was, to me, that was, uh, if you would ask me, uh, what, are the, what are the chances that happens? I would have said, like, 84% that Roddy Strong shows up during the match and cost the creeds the titles because he hates the creeds. Um, But no, that's not actually what happened. Spoiler alert. But then Apollo Crew shows up and, hey, guys, I've been watching you. You're doing great. Love you guys. Go out there and kick ass. You know. And so, all right. Um.
3: Yeah, I don't I think- know where Diamond Mind goes from here. Like, obviously, losing Bivens is, like, a huge loss. And then on top of that, like, I think – the most juice they had was probably like this us versus ourselves thing. And they seem to have resolved that. So I get where the creeds are going. They're champions, but I don't know so much about the rest of diamond mine.
2: Yeah. All right. So, um, Axiom is being interviewed backstage. And, uh, I don't know about what, honestly, like it was mostly just, (laughs) it's the sincara syndrome it's really hard to to give a guy a full face um uh lucha mask and have him cut promos like it's really hard to do that sure just ask razor
6: wing
2: razor wing yes true or it's it's a sincara as well that was the that was the big one and they were like, "Sin how would you think about your latest terrible botch?" I <laughs> um, hey, love well, the then, idea
3: that anybody in k pop would be like, "What do you think about your latest terrible botch, Sin
2: Listen, well, that's the things they should have been asking him about. I don't know what they actually did. So, um, Duke Hudson shows up, and he's like, "Oh, this is the this is the perfect guy. Arrogant and big. He's a bully." It's the perfect guy for a small superhero character to face and eventually overcome. I get it. It's paint by numbers at this point. But you know what? Some storylines uh, work. They just work. Yeah. On, on its simplest basis level, fine. Uh, but Duke Hudson made this very special. Um, and because after he goes like, I mean, listen, You don't have, but look how small you are. You you don't have the build or or you don't have what it takes to be a top superstar. You probably should just give up now kind of a thing. This is the story of the Wad. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
3: Catch those springtime
7: vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the
0: wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.
2: Um, but he uh, he also, then he says, uh, says um, I'm not scared of you. says, I'm not scared of you to, to Duke Hudson. And Duke Hudson, because Duke Hudson is a full two feet taller. then then Axiom puts his hands on his knees and and gets to eye level and says, good for you, you're a nerd, and slaps him in the
4: face and knocks him over.
2: And I shouldn't laugh about it. Yes, you should.
4: That uh, nerd line was so funny.
2: It was, it was very very funny. And there's like, I don't know if if that's the, is that the reaction you wanted to get? From your audience, is the big bully heel calling your babyface superhero character a nerd, and then slapping him in the face? And everybody home going, "Ha ha 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 ha!" I mean, I would argue that's probably not what you want if you're actually booking this 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 kind of a storyline. Um, but we'll see where it goes from here. I think Duke Hudson is um, is way beyond his current placement in NXT. I think he can cut a promo, like a naturalistic type promo the way almost nobody else in NXT can and the way very few on the main roster currently can. Uh, he's big. Um, he, he's, he's got a lot of charisma. Um, but they've just saddled him with A, I'm a poker player who wears weird Aladdin vests.
6: Yeah. Um,
2: or now I'm a generic bully who shows up every now and then, talks a lot of a lot of smack, and then gets his ass kicked. There's got to be something there for him beyond beyond that. But anyway, he beats Axiom all the way down to the ring. Beats him up. Smashes him good. Uh, and then um Axiom, he leaves. Like, basically, I've done my work here is done. Axiom gets on the ring. Hey!
5: Hey! <laughs> hey!
2: And so Duke does, and they have they have a match that actually ding ding ding, it's a match, and he beats the piss out of him until he reverses um, the uh, the razor's edge into a Hurricane Rana into the into the ropes, and then rolls him up, and then gets he, he sneaks away with a victory, and and Duke Hudson is left shocked that this little twerp got a little throwaway victory on him, and I would say. Um, that if you're trying to book a guy as a superhero, probably don't have him like get little moral victories with a roll-up. Like you can have like you like there's plenty of dudes. Go watch some indie tape of a lot of these smaller guys wrestling bigger guys, but they're higher on the cards, so they win. Go watch those matches. You can book the whole match around. This dude's way bigger, and he throws the little guy around. But at the end, the little guy wins. He doesn't sneak out of there with a roll-up victory. He wins the match. Like, from what I can tell, Axiom's finishing move is a running, single-led missile drop kick. If he hits Duke Hudson in the, in the middle of the face with that thing, that's definitely going to get a three count out of it. So instead of having the, like, you can do, like, I'm getting my ass kicked, but reverse Hurricane, Hurricane Rana reversal of the Razor's Age into the corner, which dazes him, run up, put your boot right here, one, two, three, and, like, you won't knock him out, but you definitely daze him enough to get the actual victory is very different to me than whoopsie-daisy, got you in a roll-up, I won technically, bye-bye, which is not how you book a superhero character.
3: I would love for that to be the actual like, bye bye. Uh, let's make him that guy. Yeah, I I can't disagree with you there. I do kind of like where this is going because Duke Hudson should be bewildered and at a loss, losing to a guy like Axiom, right? Like, if you go and call that guy a nerd and then the nerd wins, like, that's that's fun storytelling. Is it kind of typical? Yeah. But typical is okay when it's good. Like when the people shading in a typical story are good, it's good. Um, I agree. Like it's probably too early for a sneaky win too. But if this is Axiom getting under his skin, I'm kind of okay with it. Like that that's a kind of a fun story to tell. But I agree with you. It would have been better to have like a more statement victory than a roll-up. But they love, they love the roll-up. They love the roll-up. <laughs>
4: They love the roll-up. Personally, I'm a fan of the fruit roll-ups. Oh, they're
3: because delicious.
4: They're delicious. And
2: they're Remember
3: not,
2: the. they're a nice alternative to like a sweet. If you feel like maybe you want a candy, just have a fruit roll-up. It'll it'll satisfy your sweet tooth, but it won't be so bad for you. Sure. Um Mr. Showtime says, You're a nerd, slap. I'm still laughing. Um <laughs> It was it was a great moment, but my favorite part was him getting down to eye level, saying, "Good for you." <laughs> that was. I
3: think that's that okay. Brutal. I think that it, was brutal. I think fun little things like that are okay to laugh at. It. Yeah, I, I, yeah.
2: Um, and the batter to one, Jim Beard says, "Great." Alex's impression of Axiom now has me thinking the phrase, "Oh my God, they killed Axiom!
3: You <laughs> bastards!" I love that.
2: Uh okay. Okay. Um okay. So here we go. We um we got Demloafs versus Dagombaz. They do a full on uh like championship introduction with the lights and everything. And did you know what Stax's full name was? No. Before tonight? I
3: did not.
2: They called him Channing Stax Lorenzo. Channing. Is that his actual shoot name? Because if it's not, somebody's to fire the people who come up with names. There's no know. way that guy, like that character, got through living growing up in the mob with the first name Channing. And didn't get beat to death on a street corner somewhere when he was 17 years old. I'm sorry. Mikey, Mikey Stacks Lorenzo's fine. Donnie, you know, whatever. Paulie, whatever you want to. Like, you have all of these stereotypes. Got Tony D'Angelo and Channing Lorenzo. Ah, come on. You got to do better than that. Who's ever naming these people?
3: That's fair. I think Channing Tatum made the name cool. <gasps> Channing Tatum. You could have a mixed tag team.
2: Yep, channing, channing, tatum. Channing there
3: Tatum. Go. There it is. I yep. like it. Channing,
2: <laughs> Channing Tater. Um, there you go. So uh dude, we go. um, so we get um <sighs> uh, apparently Luis telling me that uh his real name is Jake Tucker.
3: Oh God, that sounds like he should be double with double butts in
2: the beach. Yeah, the Jake Tucker's not definitely not that. Anyway, so uh we we got this match. Um it's it's interesting, you know what I mean? We get we get um uh Channing getting uh, getting beaten up and Tony D having to get up and, and get in and save him. Uh Tony D did like a reverse Xplex thing where he just tossed Julius. Yeah, yeah, Flippy do up in the air like it was nothing. Tony D's really really I good at, at all I of. I do. I don't understand like like the way that like we see later. Uh, we'll talk about the promo thing that they cut, Um, but we see like this guy. I have so much respect for a guy who turns a absolute throwaway bullshit gimmick like he's he's the son of a, he's like a mob guy, but he's a wrestler who turns that into an actual honest-to-God character and then gets in the ring and performs that character while doing really cool, badass, like, shoot wrestling moves. Alex, in
3: his first vignette ever, he was in Chicago talking about the Hudson River. That's how far off they were with this guy, remember? It was like Wrigley Field in the Empire State Building. Um, Yeah, no, he's... He's done a great job with this. This family on family storyline has been so fun. Uh and we got Santos, which made me so happy. He's so cool and his fit tonight. Are you kidding?
2: You just came, you just got back from vacation. I love it. Um so good. So uh anyway, um Tony goes for the crowbar. Uh while the ref's got his back turned, and the crowbar is grabbed. From somebody at ringside, Tony yanks on it. His crowbar yanks back, and he turns around, and it's Santos back from the dead. And he looks at him like he's seen a ghost. Santos just waxes him with the brass knucks, and Tony uh, gets hit with the unnecessary clothesline, and and loses. Um, and Channing is trying to get into the ring. Uh, on the other side and they have uh, Cruz and uh, Joaquin grab him by the legs so he can't get in to save his boy so they turn on them at the same time it was all a big setup and I thought that was a really well done uh, return really well done um, betrayal angle like you didn't have a, a thing of like Oh well, whose side are they on? No, we, we we friggin' know whose side they're on. It's it's done. We got it. We're moving on. I, I I'm I'm into it. I mean, I, I I thought this was really well done. Hooray for Santos being back! I think we're gonna get a one one last Santos versus Tony D thing. we already, we'll talk about the thing later. But I would not be surprised to see Santos lose, and for all of Legato to go up to the main roster where Triple H will will be there with open arms and be like, hello boys, you have the run of the place now.
3: I think legato versus it's kind of fun too, because I feel like this is a good template for like they could do something against the bloodline and they have something they know that has worked. Um and not that it would be exactly the same or repetitive, but like I think it could just be really, really fun. And I think the storyline has been great and it continues to work. I think Tony G has done a great job with this, but God, I just love Santos so much. Like, he's so good. I thought this was a great use of your tag belts. Like, I think that's really good because you knew that the creeds weren't going to give them up, but you still got to see a storyline progress out of this, right? Like, and it didn't really have to do with the belts, but the belts were a good vehicle to help that move along. I thought it was really, really strong. Julius Creed continues to be amazing. So does Brutus, but like Julius, my God, I feel like we're just uncovering layers of him we never knew we were there for a really long time. But this has been such a blast. And I even the the segments that followed this, whether you want to talk about them now or later, I thought were so good. Like Santos's I'm back face on the phone and Tony D being like pretty sincere, I think uh were great. Um Sorry, I was distracted by the Vince Scully news in the chat.
2: I mean, Sad. he hung in there.
3: He was nine hundred years old.
2: Like he, 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 he was Vince McMahon's
3: great grandfather's age. Like he, he's.
2: <laughs> he hung in there, and he had his send off. Like he, was, he yes. was, done. He had retired. He was he had moved on? It wasn't like he dropped dead during a ball game when he was 52. You know what I mean? Like correct. We we all all the things that make it more okay that he's dead have happened for Vince Scully at the same time, R.I.P. But I, I always try to like rate my celebrity deaths in terms of tragedy. You know what I mean? No. Like
3: like Yeah, no, his, Chris Cornell felt like a family member. This is just right. oh bummer. Yeah, I get
2: it. Um so
3: thought we were going to see Ric Flair die in the ring. We did not. But.
2: Yes. Um, we, I, love, I love that we're missing a match in the rundown. Luis, see if you can figure out what it is. I remember what it is because I had a thing I wanted to talk to about it, but uh, I want to see if you know what it is. Uh, Jake Salazar saying RFE to Vince Gulli. Yes, it's true. Um, so um, J.D. Pringle says, I just got back from N- NYC and they turned back Channing's at LaGuardia. You can't end New York. If your if your name is Channing, they say like, get the get <laughs> the fuck out
0: of here. What do you doing? <laughs> Um Sorry.
2: And Roy Zhang says that Channing is his name now. He's in witness protection just until the heat from the two dimes thing dies down.
3: That you know? makes sense.
2: Um yeah. yeah, curse splash. Um, and Ricardo the Wizard says Santos is my favorite NXT wrestler. He's he's so great. Um, I love him. So the backstage thing with um, with Tony D. On the phone, like, no, that thing we talked about, what happened to that thing? Ah, Obviously, it didn't happen, and he just like throws his phone against the wall. And uh, and Channing's like, hey, uh, hey, boss, what are we gonna do? There's four of them and only two of us, that means they outnumber us by like six people. Like, uh, Channing is not very great, right. um, no, and I, I, and I, I love that you, you that. Tony any any good my boss has got to have the dumb guy. who's like "Hey, boys, what's going on? uh, this is this is some good stuff um and uh, then santos he talks to santos. He says, uh, you know, um, what one more sit down You know, um, just you and me nobody else um And uh, so that's gonna be a uh, next week uh, Which I think is gonna be like the setup of the match. We're gonna get at heatwave and it's going to be one-on-one, some crazy stipulation, just beating each other with brass knuckles and crowbars and stuff just to do the whole thing. And I feel like that's the optimum time to send Santos and his guys and girl maybe to uh, to SmackDown um, and, and let them do some stuff there. Because as long as Roman's not around, you need to have – like they've done a fantastic job making uh, stuff happening on Raw – that doesn't need your top champion in the men's division to be on Now the show. they
3: did. Yeah. My gosh.
2: Yes yesterday they did. I'm assuming they have something similar that they might be planning on SmackDown. I would hope for SmackDown's sake. Um but you already got an amazing guy as the Intercontinental Champion who like would would absolutely should be the guy who's like I will beat anyone you send to this ring. Send me two of them. Like whatever. And he just murders people every week. And that's like, you cannot beat me. Um, th- that would be a lot of fun stuff to do there. I, I I really wish he had his whole faction with him. Cause that would be even better stuff. Cause if you had Legato there and Santos um, with his guys going up against all of Imperium, like to, for supremacy of the blue brand while Roman is away. I mean, there's some stuff you could do there. Unfortunately.
3: Uh a few things. One, I just love Emily Cease in the chat being like, how dare? Like, she just just like, get the positivity out of here. And yeah, I respect sure. that because she's more committed to the gimmick than we are. Um, I, think, I think they deserve to go up. I, I'm so relieved that Triple H is in control because it's like, you don't have to be, you know, six foot eight and 250 pounds of muscle. Like, Santos is an incredible... I had this thought watching it. I was like, oh, if I could do a crossover match, it would be Ricky Starks and Santos Escobar in mm. a second. Because they have, like, enough of the same That's things and stuff. enough differences that I would just be blown yeah. away. But, like, I, I, it's such a natural... Stables make everything so natural anyway. I think yesterday was actually a prime example of that on the women's side, right? Like, I have... I show up with my friends, so you and your friends automatically hate me is like such a natural story. And then when you make that the next level and it's family, that's even more natural. That's I think a big part of why the bloodline worked is that's an actual sincere story. That was one thing I loved about legacy when I first became a fan, which is something they went way the wrong direction with, but I was like, Oh my God, all these guys have a commonality. And even though it wasn't their family ties to each other, they have this shared understanding of being next generation wrestlers, right? Like, so I feel like when there's natural, sincere bloodlines in play, it just it's, it makes for such natural storytelling. It's part of why I love AEW. I think stables make everything such easy, automatic logic storytelling, and it keeps you from getting into Rematch Central. Calling up Legato right now would be the perfect move to cleanse our palate of rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch, because you could just have people running through guys um, and switching up the combinations in which seals it's, it's so simple. So I, I just love Santos out of all the people that I get compared to Eddie Guerrero. Uh, his charisma is, is the one that's the closest I, th- I think for me. Um, but good stuff. I, I
4: would,
2: I would say that if they bring him up, I want him at least for a while to be the besuited full masked luchador. Like, that look that he had when he first showed yeah. up in the promos where he was in these fantastic $10,000 suits but had the luchador mask on. Like, just insisting that he sit, like, at ringside for all of his boys' matches, like, completely decked out. Like, you you don't get a match with Santos unless you go through My Guys First kind of a thing. Like, that kind of a deal of um, just him just lording over everything uh, I think is a really, really cool... Uh, every time... Like Roosh or or Andrade yes. make an entrance wearing one of those awesome masks in a suit and then immediately take it off before they walk down to the ring. I was like, no, no, no. Wrestle in that if you can. It's the best look possible. Like an awesome badass mask and a full suit. So great. Um, but yeah, there's, there's also there are a couple of guys on SmackDown already that have no direction who would be amazing in a Santos Escobar feud. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo would 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 oh add my gosh. Yeah. so much and they'd be so much better off in a big in a big faction of these awesome like, they're all look fantastic. They're different style. Uh do
4: that.
3: Do it. Hey Alex. We're yeah. talking about the we're talking about the blue brand.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: We're
3: talking about getting excited with the blue brand. We're talking about delivering great performances with the blue brand on SmackDown. I can think of another blue brand that can help you oh. deliver some excitement. Another blue brand that can give you some confidence in creative directions of sorts. I can think of a blue chew and Sean Ross F. is here to tell you about it.
0: You know we care about that performance in wrestling. That main event performance. But maybe in the bedroom you don't have the confidence to perform. Bluechew.com and the code Fightful will help get you there. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You know it's that good stuff. But it works on your schedule or maybe when you're not even ready and you want to get there. You consult with the online physician. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. No awkward in-person meeting. And if approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But there will be nothing discreet about your package when you use BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. But you know what? How about free? Get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Just pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Get that main event performance. Uh, Sean has...
3: Oh, I was but, just gonna say, oh, Sean you, you almost have... had his own main event performance and a verbal rundown this weekend. Yeah, yeah. But you know what happened when Sean had a a verbal uh, performance against somebody this weekend? We got a nice boost in Fightful Select <laughs> subscriptions. Did, so yeah. go to FightfulSelect.com because Sean will also just stand up to transphobia, racism, and homophobia and he'll beat someone's butt to do it. So it's not even just about the wrestling news. It's supporting great people like Sean, but it's also about the wrestling news where you get the most breaking news. You get so many additional podcasts. A bunch of them are with me and Alex. Go support Fightful Select. And heck, while we're talking about supporting us, please leave a thumbs up on this video if you could leave a thumbs up because I think things are headed in the right direction. You know, I think they were headed like this. And then they were like an Orange Cassidy thumbs up when Triple H first took over. And now they're like headed in a full thumbs up. So leave us a thumbs up. And also send in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats and your Twitch bits to support us. Which I half know what those are. Alex?
2: Jake Salazar says cake takes longer to get to the Segway than it does for Roman Reigns' entrance to
4: the ring.
3: I have to queue up the video and it did not take me seven minutes. All right? And plus, like the magic is in the chase. We've seen it before. The is
2: the fun part. JW Pringle says, Oh, great Kalex. Pr- please forgive my tardiness. I had things Kersplash, splash to take care of. Don't ask me no questions. Pop Elizabeth, you're the bestest. And Paul Elizabeth says, on behalf of myself, Sir Pringle, the Council of Marks, and the SGS at large, you two may have earned a day off. Well, not yet. <sighs>
3: We're on the seven day grind, man.
2: Not yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> um, <laughs> talking about, um, you said six, eight, and 250 pounds. and everybody has to be that big. J.B. Pringle says six, 250 pounds. That's three fourth graders on each other's shoulders in a trench coat.
3: Okay, whatever. I scored up the weight, whatever. Yeah, let it go. What are you, yeah. Matthew? Plus, get out of town.
2: Um, uh, Jake Salazar says Aaron Judge is the Omos of baseball. I don't even know what that's in reference to.
3: I don't know either, um, but I know two things one, Stokely Hathaway did not give him his pinstripes, two, mm-hmm. Aaron Judge is real, real good at his job, and Omas not so much. So, right. yeah, kiss my butt.
2: Um, we we got a backstage thing with Wes Lee where he was like, oh, it's so disrespectful. Trick Williams pretending to be Muhammad Ali. He's not great. Uh, let's have an actual boxing match. Just you and me in a pair of boxing gloves. And I was like, what is this? Can't we just get to Wesley beating Carmelo Hayes for the title? Why are we waiting so long to do that? I don't. I I want Wesley to win, win wrestling matches, not a weird boxing exhibition against Carmelo's lackey. Can we have him, like, pick up three or four good wrestling victories in a row so he earns a North American title shot and then wins it?
3: What was, um... Why? I can't believe I'm blanking on it because it's one of the stupidest things that ever happened to wrestling. What was the like shoot fight tournament that they had?
2: Oh, the the brawl for all.
3: The brawl for all. Why are we running back the brawl for all, <laughs> Alex? I don't want to see this. Is no. Vince Russo and creative? What is happening? No, I just want to see a wrestling match. I think that would be better than a mini brawl for all. That is stupid. Uh, but yeah, I want I want Leslie to win or to move up. Because this like in between spot is not for him.
2: Yeah. Um. Jake Salazar. Wesley
3: Ricochet Tag Team, make it happen.
2: Yeah. Jake Salazar says Austin Riley is better than Aaron Judge. I don't. I don't even know what that is. What is that? What's an Austin Riley?
3: Don't worry about it. You could say Juan Soto, but still no.
2: Um, Um. Then we got a Roxy promo um like a pre pre-recorded thing talking about how she and Cora were the best of friends and when Cora came here I was her biggest fan and then I got to be here we got to be best friends again and we got to become champions and then she threw it all away she literally said
3: nothing. <laughs> she said nothing and I was like um, I love Roxy but she didn't say anything it, this promo
2: <laughs> this would this would have all of this all of it would have meant so much more if they had been tag champions for like four months and at least if not longer. And we got to see them be best friends together for longer than a month. Like, like for the, for a while, like Cora Jade was doing her own shit. And so she and Cora weren't like she and Roxanne weren't hanging out around each other. Like, it's just, I, I don't, I don't, this this doesn't work. Like, no, Cora J J doesn't work as a heel. Uh, Roxy is amazing, but I don't know why we're you shouldn't have done this breakup this way at this time without doing
4: anything to build to it. I'm, I'm maybe I'm crazy.
3: No, they should have actually had, in my opinion, this also works better if Roxy does win the singles title. I think that's such a better story because then it's like she has this other title and she keeps worrying about that instead of their tag titles like there would be something to be jealous of preemptively being jealous of a title someone hasn't won makes no sense at all um so yeah it's all terrible (laughs) um she doesn't say anything new in this promo and i just don't understand why roxy if she cares so much about the tag titles why didn't she find a new tag partner and enter that four pack? That makes no sense. Maybe they
2: weren't. Maybe they. Maybe they didn't let her. Maybe they didn't let her. But it would have been awesome if they had like a segment with the, you know, a. She should give a shit though. A, authority yeah. figure, where they're like, we're we're not gonna like you know, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, um. Oh my. Oh my God. Jake Salazar says that Austin Riley is the Braves' third baseman. Oh. Yeah, they but still like play baseball down there. The batter to one jam beard says, "Vladdy is better than Aaron Judge."
3: You guys can keep sending in money to tell is us you your wrong opinions. Why? Wh-
2: like what? I can't think of anything I'd really rather talk. I'd rather not talk. Really. Rather talk about less. Now you know
3: baseball. how I feel about Dragon Chew. I don't want to talk about that. That's a terrible idea.
2: The batter of one jam beard says. Uh, west versus trick brawl for all 2.0 no i don't know no no, no um, dragon two no.
3: no brawl for all
2: orion ben said just because of the roxanne cora and the cameron Grimes segments i'd like to hear stay by lisa lobe done by nathan fraser all right this was put in the wrong spot luis if you're listening fi- put that up there with now i'm gonna do have to do stay by stay it stay by lisa Loeb is so much better than done by linda it's so much better as Zumba, Linda.
3: Well, then you have oh. to apply Nathan Fraser to a different song because you are then denying the people the best impression I, I that you're doing. I,
2: listen, they only request me to do Nathan Fraser because you love it and I hate it.
3: No, That's it's because you re- do this thing in your face no. where you're like, <laughs> you're the dopiest little golden retriever of a human being mm-hmm. and it's very fun.
2: Okay, sure. Great. Um, uh, so, um, there's, yeah, the, the also interview Cora Jade backstage and she's like, she doesn't get her match. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have, I don't want to have them. I don't want to have a match with her. She doesn't get a match. She's not, she, uh, uh, uh-uh, bitch. She says, cause she's, she's sassy. Uh, and then, um, we got, uh, Mandy Rose come out and say, like, Hey, just a quick idea. How about next week you and Zoe Stark have a match and you take her out uh, and, and re-injure her and then you can have her spot in the title match um, at uh, at whatever it is, Heat Wave. Uh, and, and like I'll think about it, but you keep that belt warm for me. I don't know what she's carrying around. Is it like a big broomstick? What the hell is she using as a weapon? It seems like it's, I, I don't know what that is.
3: It was like a club, kind of. It was weird.
2: It was odd. Chris Pereira stares into Kate's eyes and whispers,
3: Dragon Jew. Stop. It's a bad idea. And when did you deserve better? But keep sending us your money. So whatever.
2: <laughs> um, Jake Salzers, let's talk about the Godel career Derek Jeter had. Godel?
3: Got on a different level mode or whatever Roman's oh, thing go,
2: is. Go go waddle. Yeah, there you go. Come on. Go we
3: can waddle. talk about Derek Jeter. You want to talk about Derek Jeter?
4: No, I really, I really don't. I really, really don't.
3: Come on, let's talk about Derek Jeter. 14 times no. all star Derek Jeter. Nighttime time Gold Club Award winner, Derek Jeter. Why the I be- recall that off the top of my head. That's so sad.
2: The beach had a match versus Joe Gacy, and the beach was wearing cowboy boots. And cut off jorts that were way too high on the thigh, and it felt—it looked like it was a rib, like somebody said you're wrestling in these rookie, and he had to do it. He's never wrestled in, in something like that before. I—he was—he was wearing an outfit straight out of the Daisy Duke collection. I don't understand why we—why we did that. That was a bad idea. Um for everybody involved um hey uh and then the yes boys showed up and there was they tried to attack uh the beach he fought them off but then got a a lariat for his troubles uh from Joe Gacy and Joe Gacy won and then he cut a promo a sweaty promo into the into the camera on Cameron Grimes and it was obviously talking about Cameron Grimes and, and then it cuts to the back. Everybody gathered around watching the, 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 the TV, including Cameron Grimes. And some guy who I've never seen before turned to Cameron Grimes like, Hey, I think he's talking about you. And Cameron Grimes goes, Yeah, I know. And he leaves.
7: <laughs> this whole thing was ridiculous and dumb. What's the easiest choice you can make?
3: I did not care about really any of it until Cameron Grimes was on my screen. The match was not that good. The Daisy Dukes are what Tony Deppen wears, so gimmick infringement again. We have Razor Wing. Louise sending in super chat. Louise, you're literally working. You can just put your chats in.
2: (laughs) You're so sweet wrestling and hoochie daddy shorts is insane they are hoochie daddy shorts
3: it's a copycat of what deppin does we're copying razor wing with axioms gear tony deppin is always wearing his little jean short shorts um i just this match was not very good i did not care i cannot believe double vest in the beach have the uk tag titles when GYV is right there, as is pretty deadly, like, everybody is right around the storyline that should have them, and they're not going to pull the trigger on any of it. It's gonna make me so mad. It's gonna make me mad, Alex! More mad oh, yes. than Dragon. I would rather watch Dragon Chew a thousand times over than I would watch any of this nonsense. They should. They just should not have titles. They don't have a deep enough moveset at all like to be able to do anything, but but brawl in, like, the least fun way possible.
2: The guru says, Dragon Chew crew is in view, coming at you.
3: Keep sending in those. <laughs>
2: um, I like that uh, you
3: get continually paler the closer you come to your game.
2: Yes, sure. <laughs> you that's true. I'm going to do part of the show now in Seamus O'Vision.
4: Here we go. Hold on one second. I want this
2: one. We go, we are the bar.
6: (laughs)
3: Follow. I am just don't mind me, gonna write down the timestamp of that exact moment at 1:32-27, and that will be clipped after the show.
2: Um, uh so mellow and trick go into the parking lot
3: so weird. Mello- you all your features went away it was so scary me-
2: um me- mellow and trick uh yes uh, go out into the parking lot and i swear to god i thought they were gonna get rolled Because these three obvious prostitutes, excuse me, sex workers, like just the way they think, my goodness, um, uh, are there like, hey, guys, do you know how to jump? Like, can you jump a car? Um, Yeah, sure. We know how to jump a car, ladies. We can do anything. And so like, you got jumper cables? And I was like, like, in the NXT parking lot, Three conspicuous scantily clad women come, on. come up to you and go, "Hey, can you help us jump our car?" Which involves you putting your head underneath the hood of a no. car where somebody can crack it. Like, what are you? Are you asking to get mugged?
3: First day at NXT. Everybody gets mugged in the NXT parking lot. They're lucky. Um, if you need yeah. to jump your cables. Go
2: to BlueShare.com and use the code FIFO. Those, yeah, those, yeah, those girls jump a lot of cables.
3: Hey.
2: Um, Hey. (laughs) Uh, I'm not saying those girls specifically. I'm saying they were attired as though. That's all I'm saying.
3: Yeah, no, of course.
2: Attired as though. That's all I'll say. (laughs) Um, So, uh, apparently that's not what happened, though, because we saw them later. They were fine. I, I just don't understand why we why were we doing that? Like, was it supposed to show how, like, Carmelo and Trick Williams get a lot of girls?
3: I guess, but like, I feel like a lot of people can get prostitutes. But,
2: but, but, but Sex uh, uh, allowing for the fact that they're not, allowing, allowing for the idea they might not be. If, are we saying that if a different couple of guys had walked out of that door? They wouldn't have been asked if they know how to jump a... Let's assume these are just three women out for a drive toward the club and somehow got turned around in a parking lot of a giant warehouse that has wrestling in it. And then their battery died. I don't know why. If they actually need real help, which apparently they did by the end of the night, are are we supposed to say that they wouldn't have asked other men for help? Or a woman if they knew how to jump a, a cable? I, don't know, whatever.
3: I am obsessed now with the idea of the rest of the show being in picture-in-picture in picture, and one of the pictures is them just waiting for Triple A to arrive. <laughs> that would be so much fun! They're all just waiting do around and having super awkward conversation because they're you just guys, like, hey!
2: Do you guys know how to jump the car battery? Oh, sure, you got jumper cables? No, what's a jumper cable? Okay, well, we'll call you a tow truck, and we'll all just wait here, because it's a really dangerous place, this NXT park. the
3: most dangerous place I don't in the know. world. There's going to be um, a brawl out here in a half hour.
2: <laughs> we got uh, uh, Kaylee Ray versus Last Legend. Um, Alba Fire, not my favorite name. Not my favorite gimmick. In fact, like the gimmick is I bring my name is Fire, and I bring a baseball bat to the ring that's covered in fire. Um, it's not like the subtlest thing in the world, but I do appreciate how she wrestles in the equivalent of a flannel tied around her waist, because it reminds me of me in nineteen ninety four, and and the way that I would <laughs> my attire going yeah to she high was school.
3: on her way to a Defi- concert and it definitely rules.
2: go yep it's very good uh, also very good they uh, had her win even though they had Lash Legend tossing her all over the ring for a while. Uh, Kaylee Ray 1 with her Gory Bomb and uh, the KLR Bomb is what they used to call it and uh, the Swanton. She's
3: go. great. Lash Legend is not so great. Like, really not so great in the ring. Like, I'm scared she's going to injure someone. Um, but Kaylee is one or Albafire, whatever you want to call her that I think might get main roster call up very soon. Very soon. Yeah. Because she's, she can do so many things. Like, especially if they're going to, re- if Sasha and Naomi come back and they reboot the women's tag division up there, you would be so stupid not to call her up. So stupid not to call her up.
2: Your father says, Triple uh, A shows up <laughs> in a pimp mobile.
3: That's right. <laughs> that could work. Mm-hmm. That would further yeah. the story. My dad's writing for the Attitude Era, evidently. Yes, yes, That's absolutely what would happen.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, nerd guru, uh, talking about the solo sokoa and Von Wagner. Uh, here's what I think should have and can still happen the Uso should have interfered tonight, they helped solo win, and now he's in the bloodline. Now, then on SD, you have them jump Drew, uh, uh but the brawling brutes now Pete Dunn is it's not butch anymore, now he's Pete Dunn save drew because sheamus realizes the error of his ways and then you can get an eight man with the brawling brutes and drew versus the new full bloodline along the way toward toward the clash i mean that's possible that's possible um I, listen they've they've definitely had more inexplicable baby face turns recently so sheamus
3: more inexplicable baby face turns with Sheamus alone,
2: <laughs> true. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, we got our false Kennedy Anywhere match, which is Tripp's favorite way to end a, end a feud. Yes. Um, and uh, apparently, the new nickname for Von Wagner is Big Business. And then, I'm sorry, that's far too cool of a nickname to be wasted on the likes of Vern Wagner. Like, I'm I'm You can't, Big Business is a badass name, man. That's really good stuff. Like a big dude who comes to the ring in a suit. Like Big Business? Oh, that's great. Not not for Vaughn Wagner, though.
3: Big Business should have been what Jericho was called. Because wasn't that in Jericho's corporate era?
2: (laughs) Sure, sure. That would have been so
3: fun. Um, Unfortunate. Jury's still out. It might be very corny, but I might also think it's corny because it's paired with Von
2: Wagner. We could; it's very possible. Yeah, it's extremely um, possible. Um, Von Wagner gets in too much offense because Von Wagner sucks, and Solos Co is great. But um, ultimately, Von uh, Von Wagner they they oh they brawl to the outside, then they brawl to the outside outside into the parking lot where. Melo's just hanging out with the ladies at the, the convertible. And then Solo sees him and with one hand shoves him in, like does a full flip into the car, uh, into the backseat of the car. And we never see him again. And I was like, oh, so Carmelo's going to get pissed about that and cost Solo Sokoa the match. Thank God that didn't happen. But, but that's what it kind of made sense to me They were going to do that. At one point um, they threw, um, solo sokoa into a dumpster and then then robertson is saying that's it it's over you're you got the crown now you got the crown now it's over that's right it's over you got the crown now you got the crown now it's over he's kept repeating it and it just i don't know what if like if you're gonna crown. give a guy a line that's gonna be like a thing you gotta say while something's happening like a camera shot gets set up or whatever give him a line that's long enough he doesn't have to repeat it because it was really
4: weird
3: Yeah, and Vic Joseph pointed out that this is a false count anywhere match. (laughs) This is not, he doesn't, you still have to pin the guy. (laughs)
2: Yes.
3: (laughs) Trapping him in a dumpster doesn't end the match. Yeah. It's so stupid. So it's dumb. I just, again, I hate to keep harping on it, but I, I sincerely don't know what Robert Stone brings to the table. He does not set up meaningful matches. He does not add to this act really in, in any way, and he doesn't interfere in ways that are productive, like, ever. Which are the things... The <laughs> whole concept. The manager. is He's supposed to care about getting paid. It's the pay window. It's the pay window. It's the pay window. It's the pay window. Why else do you go to work, right? I've never seen Robert Stone care once about the pay window. Probably because booking has made everybody lose, But you should care enough that your client is not a loser, at least on the program, Mm -hmm. and at least help him try to win in some way. The only thing he's done is bring in Sophia Cromwell, who didn't do anything, and then moved up to the main roster.
6: Yeah.
3: A manager who doesn't add value detracts value, because I don't know what you're doing there, and you're a part of this act. It's bad. It's really, really, really bad.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, there was a there Paul Heyman
3: works for this company. How is this what any manager is doing on a WWE television program? I don't know.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I saw a guy who was talking about like um I haven't watched NXT in forever. Um this this guy, this 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 Vern Wegner you're talking about. He just looks like he's trying to like trying to be Sid Vicious, and his manager is a slightly more handsome Harvey Whippleman. Are we going that far back? And I was like, yeah, pretty much. That's how far back we're going. Um,
3: oh, no. oh no, that's kind of yeah. accurate. I'm um, almost the sounds kind of wrong, but like I'm almost glad that somebody who doesn't watch also felt like he was not that good because it tells you that people who don't watch wrestling every day, like we do, <laughs> um, are also kind of like underwhelmed by him, which I actually think is a good sign because. But also, Solo Sokoa, man, he showed out so hard in this match. And I was like, you don't have to go to this ball for the balls for Von Wagner. (laughs) I appreciate the effort, but some of those table bumps he was taking and stuff, I was like, don't do this in your young career. Like, you're going up to the main roster any day now. Like, yeah, take it easy. But the booking here was that Solo Sokoa went over. So So, I, I yeah.
2: He was able to get out of the dumpster. They went back into the into the into the uh, building through a different door and ran over Cameron Grimes to do it. But I I I, I hope that what we're gonna get is like Grimes and and uh, and Carmelo having a problem with it and get a match out of it or something because otherwise just you have obviously have a whole bunch of extras running around. People who were signed to the PC aren't on TV yet. There's no reason one of, one of them couldn't have gotten run over. If you're going to do it with two of your major stars, they have to actually build a storyline out of it. Otherwise, it's a dumb thing to do.
3: That's a very good point.
2: Yeah. Um, so, and then uh, uh wins with a, uh, a diving headbutt splash thing to the outside onto and through the announce table and pins... Wagner by rolling over and laying the backs of his arms across his chest, which I thought was just was a nice little touch. It and was <laughs> there. They won. Good. Good So Sokoa one. Um and, and now just get into the main roster so he can be uh Roman's gatekeeper.
3: Yeah, especially while Roman's not there. Yep. There's a lot of very fun things they can do with him because as you have said, he is the perfect Uso. I truly believe it the more I see out of him. I'm, I'm with you on that. And now that Triple H is in control, I'm like, oh, thank God. Because yeah. that is just, he's he's a really, really skilled guy. He's a really talented kid.
2: Uh, the Great Clay says, first time giving a sh- NXT a shot in forever. A bit confused about the TJ maxed out version of Bray Wyatt. Is this person important? Are his followers worth knowing? A TJ maxed out uh, uh, Bray Wyatt is a guy named Joe Gacy. Uh, not important. His followers are worth knowing, if only for the fact that they're two great, great tag team wrestlers who will not be allowed to do that anymore. They will be forced to do really bad tag team matches, uh, and it will be very sad. So We're gonna that is see. What it's worth
3: knowing. We're going to see. I'm trying to give more time for NXT because it's a different animal than the main roster.
2: Um, I mean, I, I. Sean
3: is not good at this. No, like Sean Michaels is not good at this. He he's shown us
2: really, that he's he's bad at this.
3: He's not good at this. Yeah. Um, but
2: the heartbreak kid is bre- breaking my heart. That's what I will. Yeah,
3: say. not great. Um, however, if Triple H is like, we're gonna straighten this little puppy out because there are changes coming to NXT. We were told, like that's been reported. So, that's good. I don't know if they're going to go all the way back to black and gold. I doubt it. But,
2: um... I feel like that train I just,
3: failed. Just make it make sense. And I'm not even mad about that, because it's not supposed to be a third brand. It's supposed to be developmental. If I'm getting black and gold feels on the main roster, beautiful. Yeah. We should have a little forgiveness around a developmental program. It's a developmental program. But stuff like this is, like, it's bad it's really
2: bad yeah um so here we go um we got a lot of these things (laughs) here we go last
3: call too last call for super chats last call for humper chats
2: yeah roy zhang says if they do saray and stark i want them to do the same bad promos that saray and Shirai did verbatim if you're gonna (laughs) recycle be shameless about it all right I mean, don't, because those are really bad, but all right.
3: I respect uh, the commitment.
2: <laughs> um, Nerd Guru says, uh, did you guys happen to see the promo that Champa cut on Raw Talk or one of the digital things? It was top tier stuff. It very much was. Uh, bring back No One Will Survive, his old theme, and we're in business. This business.
3: Here's the most important part of that Champa promo. He was speaking into the mic. Of Sarah Schreiber. Mm -hmm. And before he took the mic, he goes, May I? Mm -hmm. Stop it. Nobody has Mm -hmm. manners around it. So I tweeted earlier that there's been all this talk about how the pressures on AEW, there's no pressure on AEW. They had one of the best episodes they've ever had last week, right? The pressures on AEW for the women's division, but most importantly, Everybody's got to stop cutting off Tony Schiavone and calling him an asshole. Choppa just set a new bar for having manners in interviews, all right? Respect for Tony Schiavone.
2: Um, Ricardo the Wizard says, I'll conjure Dragon Chew because I'm a wizard.
3: (laughs) Okay, that I like. That's good.
2: Uh, Jake (laughs) Salazar says, Dragon Chew Appreciation Society. Das! Thing, next thing now
3: thing next next super um, chat
2: the batter to one jam beer says i gotta call kate out for something <laughs> she said ian was the best commentator he is moro Tanay, kevin kelly and excalibur and 90s jr are better no
3: well 90s jr that's unfair <laughs> nah, moro <laughs> no. moro sometimes but i feel like he's best on the other side of it like in a color commentary yeah. role Ian, I think, is better than Excalibur. I think Excalibur is very good. Ian's the best play-by-play guy. <laughs> um, uh,
2: and it's really Brian said, long-time listener, first-time humper. I listen oh. at work the next day, so thanks for starting my day off right. Segue to the Magic Spoon ad. Haven't seen this said anywhere, but last night when said, she'll not be defined by any man, that had to be a shot at Kevin Dunn.
6: Hmm, i
3: think it was a shot at a few people but i guess bailey i didn't see it but she gave an off-screen promo that i guess felt hmm. shooty as well which is good um
2: so my goodness uh we have two full pages of the jukebox and everyone after last night i think wants to see m- more of whatever the hell this is so uh thank <laughs> thank you. you.
3: Yes, thank you so much to the people that stuck with us for the craziness on the Monday night show because that's not normally the gimmick over there. And nope. a lot of you appreciated it, and we appreciate you.
2: Um Jake Salazar, uh, once again trying to get me fired, says, uh, can Nathan Frazier sing Bop by De Baby?
6: I don't know. You know, know if everybody
2: can. been waiting on that baby,
5: man. I mean, it's like forever since baby on baby drop, man. Like, you know, ever since baby on baby drop, ain't nobody drop shit. Oh, Lord Jetson made another one. Let's go. I, I needed some shit with popping in it. Let's go. Oh, I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the servant. That whip had a cop in it. Woo. My bitch got good. Fly across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. Got me a millie. Oh, I did legitly. I'm still with the shit. I'm hot boy. Hot boy. Hey, Bob's your uncle.
2: It's the best one. It really isn't. It really, <laughs> it really is. is. It's really super isn't. I love it so uh, much. Too many of these. Can um, can Nathan Frazier also sing Ba with the Ba by Kid Rock? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, there's too much, there's too many bob up ba with the ba's. Um uh, Ball with the ball to bang to bang, diggy 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 said the boogie,
5: jump up, drop the boogie. Ball with the ball to bang to bang, 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 diggy 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 said the boogie, jump up, drop the boogie. Ball with the ball to bang to bang, diggy 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 said the boogie, drop the boogie. And this is for the questions that don't have any answers the midnight glances and the topless dancers, the can kind of freaks, cars parked with speakers. The G's with the 40s and the chicks with beepers, and Bob's your uncle.
3: But chicks with beepers? <laughs> we have fun here.
2: You, you, you have fun here.
3: Yeah, no, this is my favorite part of the show.
2: I just sit NCB back and watch says, you do impressions. NC, I know. NCB says, I would like to hear Girlfriend by NSYNC, son by Nation Fraser.
3: Everybody wants Nathan!
2: They want it because you like it, and I don't. That's what they're doing.
3: Alex, I'm very powerful.
2: Would you be my
5: girlfriend? Would you be my girlfriend? Would you be my girlfriend? You know I like you, right? But would you be my girlfriend? Listen, I don't know why you care. Why you thinking about him, mama? He doesn't even know you're there. He ain't even paying attention. No, no. Because he don't love your eyes. No. And he don't love your smile. No. Girl, you know that ain't fair. Come on. I'm in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Is he going to be by your side? No, no. Or will you run and hide? You don't know because things ain't clear. And baby, when you cry, is he going to stand by your side? Does that man even know you're alive? I got an idea. Why don't you be my girlfriend? And Bob's your uncle.
3: See, that was a really good one because I feel as though Nathan Fraser would actually ask someone to be their girlfriend like that.
2: (laughs) Kid Rock can ruin almost anything. It's true. It's true. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Linda singing Ain't Nobody by Chaka Khan. Requested by Jake Salazar.
3: I'm taking a screenshot of this so that mm-hmm. Sean can kiss uh-huh. our butts. <laughs> <clears throat>
4: Captured effortlessly, that's the way it was, happened so naturally. I did not know it was love. The next thing I felt was you holding me close. What was I going to do? I let myself go. And now we're flying through the stars. I hope this night will last forever. I've been waiting for you. It's been so long. I knew just what I would do when I heard your song. Filled my heart with your bliss. Gave me freedom. You knew I could not resist. I needed someone. And now we're flying through the stars. I hope this night will last forever. Oh, oh, oh. Ain't nobody loves me better. Makes me happy. Makes me feel this way. Ain't nobody loves me better than you. Woo, woo Linda.
3: Woo. Linda is my second favorite to Nathan. Maybe even tied for first. Because she's an original.
2: Uh, Jake Salazar requests Jake Salazar's got a got a deep pockets. Requests Nathan Fraser singing Kaze Ninare. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: um
2: <clears throat>
5: Tell me this, why do people continue to search for an endless painful dream of tomorrow? Only gazing at the stars on a sad night. You wanted to make sure I kissed you. You've continued to chase it the whole time when you seize your dream. Although nobody knows. Nothing can change your indisposable feelings in the storm while facing it. It's like birds about to flap its wings. Its wings in the light. Cause
2: Bob's your uncle.
6: I love everything.
2: <laughs> uh oh, you get one coming up here, by the way. You got one oh. coming up. Yeah. Look gonna look up here. So we go. Um there's so many. I there's love these so guys. T- Tiffany, Tiffany's I think we're alone now, as sung by uh William Regal, requested by Ricardo the Wizard.
4: Let me hear your heartbeat, let me feel your heartbeat, let me touch your heartbeat, because I'm, I'm going to change your heartbeat. Children behave. That's what they say when we're together, and watch how you play, man with the mask. Uh, they don't understand, and so we're running just as fast as we can, holding on to one another's hand, trying to get away into the night, and then you put your arms around me and tumble to the ground, and then you say, I think we're alone." There doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think we're alone now. The beating of our hearts is the only sound: thump, 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 thump. War games.
3: That was beautiful.
2: No, it was it was touching. Uh, Ricardo the I Wizard like says. Sheeler does "Return of the Mac."
3: I feel like this should be a duet with Linder.
2: Okay, well, let me, okay, we go. You go, and then I'll go afterwards, okay?
3: Okay, I'll do verse one, and you do the pre-chorus, and we'll both do the
2: chorus.
6: (laughs) All right.
3: right. Well, I tried to tell you so. Yes, I did. But I guess you didn't know. As the saddest story goes, baby, now I got the flow. Because I knew it from the start. Baby, you broke my heart, just like your eight husbands, that I had to come again and show you that I'd win.
4: you lied to me. All those times I said that I loved you you lied to me. Yes I tried, yes I tried. You lied to me. Even though you knew I'd die for you, you lied to me. Yes I cried, I yes I cried. Return, return of the, of the Mac. Mac. There it is. Return of the Mac. Come, Come on. on. Oh my god. You know that I'll be back. Here I am. Your return of the Mac. Once again. Return of the Mac,
3: top of the world.
4: That's right. Return of the Mac.
3: Watch my flow.
6: You, you know, know that, that I'll,
3: I'll be, be back. back. Here I go.
4: I don't even know why we're doing any.
3: We are hip hop.
2: <laughs> we're we yeah okay. Um, Jake Salazar requesting "Sin to a More" as sung by William Regal.
4: Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, good Lord. El tiempo pasó como <laughs> una estrella fugaz y nuestro amor fácil sin razón, baby. Quisiera volver a aquel, aquel tiempo otra vez y poderte uh, detenar Pues ya no puedo. El hombre con la máscara. Sin tu amor, yo no sé caballero conmigo, Sin tu amor, yo no sé si te seno, Sin tu amor, el mundo care sobre mi baby War games. Uh, that was a bad idea. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There's an, an, <laughs> another
2: one. Another one. Tony D singing Al Campos de Mi Caballo by Los Imperials.
3: I thought I was in a Spanish-speaking country just now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's very, no, t- wait till you hear my Tony D doing it. It's going to be really good. <clears throat> oh, and it's, it's, not in, it's not in Spanish. Not all of it, anyway. True the royal highway where my horse passes. True the royal highway where my horse passes. With my rucksack on my back and my machete crosswise and my wide-brim hat for a man in love. Taka-taka-taka-taka on my horse. Taka-taka-taka-taka on my horse. Taka-taka-taka-taka on my horse. horse. Taka-taka-taka-taka on my horse. On my horse. He's the best for his easy-going pace. On my horse. He's the best for his easy-going pace. And when he sees a pretty girl, he goes sideways. When he sees a pretty girl with a horse, so much in love, you're like a horse girl, you know. Maybe like he got the, a horse like, lawyer,
3: like the Phil and Henley.
2: Yeah, yeah, Gabagool.
3: Um, oh my gosh, you know what that match would be with Tony mm-hmm. D and Santos if it was an AEW, Gabagool by the pool.
2: it'd be Gabagool by the pool, it would be wouldn't be, be Quake by the lake. That's for sure. Um. <laughs> jaded pringle says axiom sings the end of the world as we know it by rem
3: axiom does
2: <laughs> axiom does
3: <laughs>
6: <Like> This, kind of stuff uh uh i don't know if i can't drink to fix my train when you do this is not afraid i a not listen to your session here's a zombie thing you're serving your own needs to be looking at please get those drink. The water and so head, 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 head,
2: I don't think we'll Some find a better. Some dude just called
3: us useless and I accent. blocked
2: him. No, it's That's true. Amazing.
3: It sounds uh, like yeah. a muffled Swedish chef.
2: <laughs> it's good. It's good.
6: Oh my God.
2: <laughs> All right. <sighs> uh, now, uh, Jake Salazar says we need Nathan Fraser singing Bye 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 by In Sync but on the bye 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 part. Okay, Jake,
3: you are you get three a show. New rule you can yeah. put in as many as you want, but they're gonna carry over because we're gonna get yeah. we're gonna get grounded.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, we're already grounded.
3: We're pa- so pa- in
2: trouble. Papa Sean does not like
5: us. <clears throat> um, oh, I'm doing this tonight. You're probably gonna start a fight. I oh, know this can't be right. Hey, baby, come on. I loved you endlessly, but you weren't there for me. So now it's time to leave and make it alone. I know that I can't take no more. It ain't no lie. I want to see you out there, door, baby.
3: Just another player in this
2: game for two. JDB Pringle says this is gold.
3: Sean doesn't really care now that I pull audio, because he doesn't have not to really, wait around not, for us. Not really,
2: to... but still, my God yeah uh, ncb says i would like to hear weatherman by nathan evans sung by finn balor and his microphone this is a this is a very good song for finn balor to sing. there once was a ship that put to sea the name
5: of the ship was a billy of tea the winds blew up the bow it down blow my bully boys blow soon my little Wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum one day when the tongue in his dumb. We'll take our leave and go. You're a bad father.
2: (laughs) All right. Um, Tom Lavelli says Nathan Frazier sings chim chiminy chim chim (laughs) Cherie." So obvious. It is very obvious. (laughs) Oh, I don't do that because I'm not Finn Balor anymore.
5: Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim cheree. A sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim cheree. I does what I likes and I likes what I do. Now, as the ladder of life has been strung, you may think a sweep's on the bowl and most rung. Though I spend me time in the ashes and smoke, in this whole wide world, there's no appier bloke. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim cheree. A sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. Chim chimity, chim chimity, chim chim cheroo. Good luck will rub off when I shake hands with you. Bob's your uncle.
3: Papa Shango, Amazing work.
6: Papa Shango. Amazing
3: work. Papa
2: That's Shango. very good. Orion uh, Ben just because of all the Roxanne Cora and the Cameron Grimes segments, I'd like to hear Stay by Lisa Loeb done by Nathan Fraser. This goes out to all the lonely hearts out there. Oh my my goodness.
5: You say I only hear what I want to. You say I talk so all the time. So and I thought what I felt was simple and I thought I don't belong and I thought now I'm leaving. Now I know what's up. I did something wrong because
4: I missed you yeah, I'll miss you. And you say I only hear what I want to. I don't listen hard. I don't pay attention to the distance to running to anyone, anywhere. I don't really understand if you really care. I'm only hearing negative. No, no, no bad. That really is this whole show. It's the Sailor grab show. It's no, no, no bad.
3: It's, you're right. It's not bad at all. It's no bad. Not um, bad. Pulling up Sailor, S- Sailor Saturn's too, because I believe it was Sailor Saturn who... Sent in our request for what we ended up doing for the next episode of Know Your News, if I remember correctly. Um, forget the flick <laughs> out of here. So, okay, mm. we're cutting it off. No more requests. No more. No. you can you can send them in, but they're gonna have to carry over till next week because we're already at two hours and seven minutes into the show. Jeez. It's a two-hour wrestling show.
2: <laughs> it's not. It's an hour and fifty-minute wrestling show and twenty minutes of me doing weird impressions.
3: Oh, I meant
2: NXT. Um, yeah, no, there you go. They had uh, no one, so we get one. Yeah, there you go. Um, Jake us said, "I paid for a Spanish song, not English." Well, sorry about that, Jake. Cope. <laughs> Cope. Coming
3: in here with my does, Aaron Judge slander.
2: I want to be sedated by the Ramones, sung by Regal. I do want to be sedated. I I do.
4: Me, Alex.
3: Why, this isn't even a Nathan Fraser one. You should be happy.
4: Still. Twenty, twenty, twenty-four hours to go. I want to be sedated. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. Oh, I want to be sedated. Just get me to the airport. Put me on a plane. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Before I go insane. I can't control my fingers. I can't control my brain. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. 20, 20, 24 hours to go. I want to be sedated. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. Oh, to be with you, man with a mask. I want to be sedated.
2: Um, T electric mayhem says, uh, wants uh, Finn Balor singing Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin because that's a song about a bad fodder. <laughs>
5: My child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way, but there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away. And I was talking before I knew it. And as he grew, he'd say, I'm going to be like you, Dad. And I'm going to be like you. And the cat's in the cradle and a silver spoon. Little boy blue, the man on the moon. When are you coming home, Dad? I don't know when, but we'll get together then. You know we'll have a good time then. I'm a bad
2: father. <laughs> Uh, Nathan Fraser sings Take Me Out to the Ball Game
3: At a cricket match
2: Sent by Roy Zhang
3: We got some new people in here doing these Thank you so much
5: Take Me Out to the Ball Game Take Me Out with the crowd Buy Me Some Peanuts and Cracker Jack Or Don't Care If I Never Get Back Let Me Root 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 For The Home Team if they don't win, it's a shame, for it's one, two, three strikes are out at the old ball game and Bob's your uncle.
3: My Uncle Bob's on the team. It's the dopey look, I'm telling you. Oh, it's
2: um, S-Sailor, sailor, sailor, Sailor Saturn says, Regal sings Billy Idol's White Wedding,
4: please. Hey, little sister, what have you done? Hey, little sister, who's the only one? Hey, little sisters, who's your Superman? Hey, little sister, who's the one you want? Hey, little sister, shotgun. It's a nice day to start again, man with the mask. It's a nice day for a white wedding. It's a nice day to start again, Mr. (laughs) Shivani.
3: It's a nice day for. War games.
4: Oh, war Games, yeah. That's true. Battle Frolic. (laughs) Uh,
2: Alpha Bill says, Angela, please sing A Thousand Miles by the Proclaimers. I'm assuming you mean Linda. Otherwise, I'd have to sing it as Drew McIntyre's sword. sword.
4: When I wake up, will I know I'm going to be? I'm going to be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk, well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who get drunk next to you. And if I haver, well, yeah, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who's haver to you. But I would walk five hundred miles, and I would walk five hundred more, just to be the man who walked a thousand miles to fall down at your door.
3: Why didn't you just take the car? Ba da da da.
4: Ba 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 Hey.
2: <laughs> clink clink clatter clink. This actually meant the sword. Alf Bill Angela could have been a new character.
3: It. We missed an opportunity.
2: No, honestly, I don't I don't I don't want to do Angela the sword.
4: If I don't have to, I don't want to.
3: Angela could have just been Linda and Sheila's friend from our mall box.
4: I only I already do one old lady from Queens. I don't want to do a different one. Fine. Um,
2: final the final one from Jake Salazar. Baby Got Back, sung by Nathan Frazier. The first first. I
5: like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny when a girl walks in with an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Want to pull up tough? Because you notice that butt was stuffed deep in those jeans he's wearing. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh, baby, I want to get with you and take your picture. But that butt you Wait, wait, my homeboys tried to warn me. But that butt, You've got making me so horny. Oh, rump of smooth skin. You say you want to get in my bins. Well, use me, use me, cause you ain't that average groupie. I've seen him dancing to hell with romancing. You sweat wet, going like a turbo vet. I'm tired of magazines saying flat butts are the thing. Take the average black man and ask him that. She got a pack much back, so fellas. Yeah. Fellas? Yeah. Has your girlfriend got the butt? Hell yeah. Tell him to shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake that healthy butt. Baby got back and Bob's your uncle.
2: (laughs) And that's it. That's that's blessedly the end of it. (laughs) I'm having a
4: little heart attack.
3: Okay, now the face is funny.
4: (laughs) Okay, now the face is funny. The face is the
2: same face my son wakes when he's about to poop.
3: I'm off the rails.
2: We've lost
6: it.
3: I love us I mean, so much.
2: Yeah. Well, there's there's no more, Jake. There's no more. No,
3: you're cut off.
2: We're you can done. just remo
3: me your money. It's fine.
2: Yeah, just send me just, lots yeah. of money. Yeah. Wanted to see the power of Alex's improv skills.
3: <laughs> how, how would I even? Be a sword. Be a sword.
4: I don't even know how to do that. That's very
2: interesting.
3: See, it's a new challenge for next week.
2: <laughs> Just sharpening noises.
3: <laughs> cling, 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 cling,
2: All right. Uh, that's blessedly it. Um, we've Thank, thank you for to the. What is uh, wrong with us? What's 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 wrong with them for watching us do this? <laughs>
3: we um, love you so much.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh no, no, sh- Jake, don't do this. Don't, don't, do, <laughs> please don't do this tomorrow. It will be it will be a really bad time for everybody involved. I promise.
3: I'm not on the stream tomorrow. I don't care. Go for it. No, please. <laughs> please. Oh, man. Kate, hey,
2: we're, we're recording after this somehow. We are recording um, an episode of uh, Get the Flick Out of Here for the Know Your News YouTube Network, uh, where we review bad movies, and we are reviewing the worst. We are doing... The Room.
3: It's going to be a short episode for a few reasons, but mostly because The Room is only a movie by the fact that it was something that has been filmed. (laughs) But I'm excited to talk about it. Um, And I'm assuming we're doing plug things. So you can follow me at Miss Fave on Twitter and on TikTok and Kstagrams on Instagram. I'm doing Post show, post games on social media, which have been very fun. And this time I did a pre game, so that's really fun. Um, and you can also catch me on the Mark Order podcast tomorrow and on Friday, the AW Rampage and SmackDown post show right here on Fightful YouTube. Oh boy, but Thursday, I ain't doing shit and I'm going to the beat.
2: <laughs> Good for you. Uh, Thank you can you. call me at uh at Alex Sourgrabs on the Twitter.
4: You know,
2: please don't send in any anything for the jukebox tomorrow night. Sean won't like it. And you probably won't even let me sing them, so you're going to pay money for me not to do anything. I'm just telling you that ahead of time. Anyway. Otherwise, come hang out um, tomorrow I'm glad night.
3: i likes it because he has to moderate that. this nonsense. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh no, Tom! We, record,
2: we we record these uh, and then they they because they get all edited together nicely and because because Jimmy Van wants everything to look nice, so so we, we record these late at night on Tuesdays and they get dropped on Thursday. So you'll be able to watch it on YouTube on Thursday. So yes, there you go. Um, anyway,
3: everything night, still
2: everybody. sucks in NXT. Yeah, it does for now. Keep it cool, Gabba Ghouls.
4: And Bob's your uncle.